Coffee Break Collection 13. Weather. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. The Champion of the Weather by O. Henry. If you should speak of the Kiowa Reservation to the average New Yorker, he probably wouldn't know whether you were referring to a new political dodge at Albany or a leet motif from Parsifal. But out in the Kiowa Reservation, advices have been received concerning the existence of New York. A party of us were on a hunting trip in the reservation. Bud Kingsbury, our guide, philosopher, and friend, was broiling antelope steaks in camp one night. One of the party, a pinkish-haired young man in correct hunting costume, sauntered over to the fire to light a cigarette, and remarked carelessly to Bud, Nice night. Why, yes, said Bud, as nice as any night could be that ain't received the Broadway stamp of approval. Now the young man was from New York, but the rest of us wondered how Bud guessed it. So when the stakes were done, we besought him to lay bare his system of ratiocination, and as Bud was something of a territorial talking machine, he made oration as follows. How did I know he was from New York? Well, I figured it out as soon as he sprung them two words on me. I was in New York myself a couple of years ago, and I noticed some of the earmarks and hoof tracks of the Rancho Manhattan. Found New York rather different from the panhandle, didn't you, Bud? asked one of the hunters. Can't say that I did, answered Bud. Anyways, not more than some. The main trail in that town, which they call Broadway, is plenty traveled, but they're about the same brand of bipeds that tramp around in Cheyenne and Amarillo. At first, I was sort of rattled by the crowds, but I soon says to myself, Here now, Bud, they're just plain folks like you and Geronimo and Grover Cleveland and the Watson boys, so don't get all flustered up with consternation under your saddle blanket. And then I feels calm and peaceful, like I was back in the nation again at a ghost dance or a green corn powwow. I'd been saving up for a year to give this New York a whirl. I knew a man named Summers that lived there, but I couldn't find him, so I played a lone hand at enjoying the intoxicating pleasures of the corn-fed metropolis. For a while I was so frivolous and locoed by the electric lights and the noises of the phonographs and the second-story railroads that I forgot one of the crying needs of my western system of natural requirements. I never was no hand to deny myself the pleasures of sociable vocal intercourse with friends and strangers. Out in the territories, when I meet a man I never saw before, inside of nine minutes I know his income, religion, size of collar, and his wife's temper, and how much he pays for clothes, alimony, and chewing tobacco. It's a gift with me not to be penurious with my conversation. But this here New York was inaugurated on the idea of abstemiousness in regard to parts of speech. At the end of three weeks, nobody in the city had fired even a blank syllable in my direction except the waiter in the grub emporium where I fed. And as his outpourings of syntax wasn't nothing but plagiarisms from the bill of fare, he never satisfied my yearnings which was to have somebody hid. If I stood next to a man at a bar, he'd edge off and give a Baldwin-Ziegler look, 
as if he suspected me of having the north pole concealed on my person i began to wish that i'd gone to abilene or waco for my passiato for the mayor of them places will drink with you and the first citizen you meet will tell you his middle name and ask you to take a chance in the raffle for a music box well one day when i was particular hankerin for to be gregarious with something more loquacious than a lamp-post a fellow in a cafe says to me says he nice day he was a kind of a manager of the place and i reckon he'd seen me in there a good many times he had a face like a fish and an eye like judas but i got up and put one arm around his neck partner i says sure it's a nice day you're the first gentleman in all new york to observe that the intricacies of human speech might not be altogether wasted on william kingsbury but don't you think says i that twas a little cool early in the morning and ain't there a feeling of rain in the air to-night but along about noon it sure was galuptious weather how's all up to the house you doin right well with the caffy now well sir that galoot just turns his back and walks off stiff without a word after all my tryin to be agreeable i don't know what to make of it that night i finds a note from summers who'd been away from town given the address of his camp i goes up to his house and has a good old-time talk with his folks and i tells summers about the actions of this coyote in the caffy and desires interpretation oh said summers he wasn't intending to strike up a conversation with you that's just the new york style he'd seen you as a regular customer and he spoke a word or two just to show you he appreciated your custom you oughtn't to have followed it up that's about as far as we care to go with a stranger a word or two about the weather may be ventured but we don't generally make it the basis of an acquaintance billy says i the weather and its ramifications is a solemn subject with me meteorology is one of my sore points no man can open up the question of temperature or humidity or the glad sunshine with me and then turn tail on it without its leading to a fallen barometer i'm going down to see that man again and give him a lesson in the art of continuous conversation you say new york etiquette allows him two words and no answer well he's going to turn himself into a weather bureau and finish what he'd begun with me besides indulging in neighborly remarks on other subjects summers talked again it but i was irritated some and i went on the street car back to that caffy the same fellow was there yet walking round in a sort of back corral where there was tables and chairs a few people was sitting around having drinks and sneering at one another i called that man to one side and herded him into a corner i unbuttoned enough to show him a thirty-eight i carried stuck under my vest partner i says a brief space ago i was in here and you seized the opportunity to say it was a nice day when i attempted to corroborate your weather signal you turned your back on me and walked off now says i you frog-hearted languid-shy stiff-necked cross between a spitzbergen sea-cook and a muzzled oyster you resume where you left off in your discourse on the weather the fellow looks at me and tries to grin but he sees i don't and he comes around serious well says he i in the handle of my gun it was a rather nice day some warmish though particulars you mealy-mouthed snoozer i says let's have the specifications expatiate fill in the outlines 
when you start anything with me in shorthand it's bound to turn out a storm signal looked like rain yesterday says the man but it cleared off fine in the forenoon i hear the farmers are needin rain right badly upstate that's the kind of canter says i shake the new york dust off your hoofs and be a real agreeable kind of centaur you broke the ice you know and we're gettin better acquainted every minute seems to me i asked you about your family they're all well thanks says he we we have a new piano now you're comin it i says this cold reserve is breakin up at last that little touch about the piano almost makes us brothers what's the youngest kid's name i asks him thomas says he he's just gettin well from the measles i feel like i known you always says i now there was just one more are you doing right well with the caffy now pretty well he says i'm putting away a little money glad to hear it says i now go back to your work and get civilized keep your hands off the weather unless you're ready to follow it up in a personal manner it's a subject that naturally belongs to sociability and the forming of new ties and i hate to see it handed out in small change in a town like this so the next day i rolls up my blanket and hits the trail away from new york city for many minutes after bud ceased talking we lingered around the fire and then all hands began to disperse for bed as i was unrolling my bedding i heard the pinkish-haired young man saying to bud with something like anxiety in his voice as i say mr kingsbury there is something really beautiful about this night the delightful breeze and the bright stars and the clear air unite in making it wonderfully attractive yes said bud it's a nice night end of the champion of the weather